guys, welcome to today's Daily Juice. It's been a lovely weekend, nice and sunny. Hope you've all had a good one. Um, hope you're not getting those Sunday night blues. But listen, we're here to talk about one thing and one thing only, and that's FPL. And today we're going to focus on Man City. So, Man City obviously won the league last year. Incredible, incredible performance. Um, one thing you can be sure of is that despite them having incredible assets, they're going to get rotated heavily and it's always a bit of a gamble on who's to go for. As I found out to my detriment when I selected Mares as my game with 38 captain and dropped about 30,000 places. However, let's be positive. Let's look for the future. So, on the plus side, we've got um, Edison, valued this year at 5.5 million. Now, Edison outperformed him last year in terms of FPL points. He's the same price, but the big difference is everyone's got another full triple up. Not everyone will be going for a Man City triple-up. Sure, you're going to have Cancelo, maybe Haaland, and then probably one of the, uh, the 8 million midfielders if you're taking a punt, or even a Jack Grealish. But there is plenty of opportunity to get involved in that City defence, which are, because of the way they play, completely organised and keep possession. They're going to keep clean sheets. You could definitely justify going for Edison at 5.5 million, um, to deliver. I mean, last year he was averaging 4.2 points per match. It's, it's, it's really, really strong figures from him. And like I say, you're able to jump up to him for half a million. If you are going for Mendy and you've got that half a million in the bank, it could be well be worth uh, taking the chance because Man City surely will keep more clean sheets than, uh, than Chelsea. In the rest of the defence, we don't need to talk about him anymore. This guy, Cancelo, we spoke about him on the, on the show a couple of weeks in a row now. Got 201 points last year. Started last season at 6 million and rose a massive 1.2 million over the season to finish at 7.2. So it's no surprise to see him back in our game at 7 million. Could still provide value at that price though. 11 assists last year. Only one goal. So there's definitely some still. I mean, he could have had a few more um, goals in him. I think he was unlucky with some of, certainly some of the matches I saw. He could have been um, on the score sheet a bit more. Um, the competition... Around that price point, obviously, you've got Trent at 7.5 and then Robertson at 7. Um, but Cancelo can, can definitely, you know, hold his head high and, and, and walk amongst those guys with a similar output. Trent's in a league of his own, in my opinion, but certainly Cancelo can match Robertson. And it'll be interesting to see how he gets on this year. If he can push on uh, and keep continuing at this level, or if that was a bit of a one-hit wonder, it remains to be seen. But certainly, he is as nailed as you can get in terms of that Man City team. I would certainly take a chance on him at $7 million. Um, and he's got all of the attacking output as well. Kukurea being signed potentially um, from Brighton, of course, could fit in at left-back, which means he might see him in more of a right-back role, but with Pep, you just don't know. So let's see what happens there. In terms of the central defenders, you've got Laporte. Now, he came back as a central figure last season after two seasons on the periphery. Uh, Stakes claim of solid defensive work and also a goal threat with four goals and two assists during his time in the team. Uh, priced at six million this year, which is exactly the same as Diaz, so that gives you a real um, decision to make as to whether you think Laporte's kind of back in that team solidly now, or if we are going to see a bit of rotation as we did in the past with him. Um, but certainly, uh, six million is quite a lot of money when you compare it to the Chelsea wingbacks. But if you're going to play safe and want consistent, solid results rather than risking uh, rotation, I can see why someone would go for Laporte. Similarly, Diaz priced at the same. Uh, last year he had an injury hit season, he was in and out of the team. As we know, the year before, in the 2021 season, he was the best defender in the league. 
Um, obviously, Van Dijk was out at the time, and he stepped up to be that solid central defender. Um, but last year was not a failure by any means, just due to lack of minutes, but he still got two goals and five assists. And Man City, of course, picked up clean sheets for time, as we know they do. So it was an incredible um, time to have him and own him this year. If you get him for six million, with Van Dijk at six and a half, I don't see why Diaz can't uh, similarly perform to his level for a half million cheaper. The other central defender you've got, of course, John Stone. Now, he's five and a half, um, which certainly seems a little bit overpriced for someone who almost certainly won't start unless they're in injury. Um, but we've seen him in previous seasons be priced at five, uh, and then he becomes a really, really good value, and everyone's got him. So maybe they know what they're doing at FPL Towers, but certainly five and a half is a bit rich for me to be getting involved with him. If you're looking at um, getting some value in that city defence, there is uh, Carl Walker coming in at five million. Now, he seems great value, but he is far from guaranteed minutes, especially as we spoke about a minute ago, Kukurea signing from Brighton. He could really throw a fan in the works for Carl Walker, who would then potentially see Cancelo moved over to his favoured right-hand side position in that sense. But it could potentially still offer a lot of value. So we'll be keeping an eye on Walker at 5 million. But you've got to think there's Trippier, there's Cash, there are other players at 5 million that could certainly deliver um, what Walker will give you in his limited minutes. On to midfield, the man, the man of that team, the talisman, the number one point scorer pretty much every season is, of course, Kevin De Bruyne. He's in the game at 10, uh, sorry, 12 million this year. Um, you've got Son at the same price. You've got Salah at 1 million more. Um, they're effectively forwards, which is why it gets a little bit tricky because Kevin De Bruyne, whilst an incredible midfielder, he is playing slightly deeper than both Son and Salah, who, as I say, effectively are forwards, but just not in name in the FPL game. Um, but KDB has something special, which those guys don't have. The incredible uh, ability to create from deep, amazing assist potential, especially when you consider Haaland uh, has joined that team. Some of the through balls um, to him to, to, to be able to finish would be incredible. If those two can link up and hit the ground running, I think it could be in for a really, really special season. We're talking Son and Kane numbers um, if Haaland and KDB can get together. Uh, 15 goals and 8 assists last year, so, you know, a decent performance. Again, within and out of the team, a couple of injuries, niggling away at him. Um, but we know he's got it in him for a 250-plus point season. We've seen it from him before. We know he can do it. Um, and if, you know, since Aguero left, they've not really had that focal striker that can, can finish all these chances that he creates. But Haaland can be that person. And if anything, Haaland, uh, with his aerial threat as well, could even more be the man to help uh, KDB's figure shoot up. Um, the rest of the midfielders, it's very, very difficult to, to guess this. Now, there's been a lot of speculation throughout the pre-season. You've got Foden and Mahrez at 8 million, um, and you've got Grealish at 7. Now, we know that Mahrez especially is ridiculously cheap at 8 million. Why is he 8 million? Well, quite simply because he doesn't get those minutes. He doesn't get those consistent starts which mean we know we're going to get the points that a player of his calibre deserves. However, as I said, we don't really know what that front three is going to look like. We know Harlan's going to be the focal point. Um, realistically, it will be a rotation from two of those three, of Foden, Miles and Grealish. Certainly, these are my thoughts. Certainly, Grealish at £7 million offers great value. Um, then you've got Mahrez, who offers the high ceiling in terms of explosiveness, no doubt. He, he's a He's an FPL icon, that guy, um, and I really, really feel like if he gets the start, he'd be up there with Son and Salah. 
no doubt in my mind, but it's just not going to happen. Pep does not play that way. So it's up to you. It depends what sort of manager you are. If you are someone who likes to take a bit of a chance and take a punt, Mares is the one for you. If you want to go safe, though, if I had to pick one player to be the most consistent in terms of minutes, I think it will be Phil Foden. Um, we expected him to kick on last year. He did perform well, but not to the level that I think many thought he would. Looked great in a lot of games, just did not get, um, just just did not end up getting on the end of the, the crosses and finishing those chances like he could have. Um, you know, easily could have had from the games I've watched. He could have had another four or five goals last season, uh, and it maybe we've been talking about it in slightly different terms, but. Certainly, I think he's got it in him, as he always does to perform this season coming up. So, as I say, Mares, if you're feeling brave. Grealish, if you fancy a bit of a bargain and you've got seven mil and not, not eight. Um, and then on the flip side, I think if you just want to go safe and be consistent, um, then you are looking at Foden at seven. Um, so, on to the other midfielders. Now, the only other ones I can think of talking about really is Bernardo Silva at seven million. Um, for me, he was rumoured to be getting a move. Whether that's going to happen or not, it'll be wait to be seen. But there's nothing really going on with him at the moment. And I think, again, with his minutes becoming, if anything, more of a risk than they ever have been before, I don't think seven million is good value for him. And also Gundian as well is, is at seven and a half million. I just think he's overpriced. Um, you know, he was, a, he was an incredible asset to for about six months, a couple of years ago. But since then. He's just become the same as he was before, popping up the other goal, the other assist, but for seven and a half minutes, I think there are better assets out there. Um, Sancho is the one, essentially. Um, up to looking at the up front and the forwards now. So there's only one we're going to be looking at, of course, and it is uh, Erling Haaland. So he's an incredible option for FPL this year. Nice to have a, a proper, proper striker after pretty much just Kane and I suppose Lukaku and Ronaldo, but they didn't really help too much last year. So it's good to have a proper forward, proper striker in the league at a top team who potentially can deliver those, those strike options rather than seeing us all flood our uh, teams with um, midfielders and, and big at the back. So let's see what he can do. Now, since he joined RB Salzburg in 2019, he's averaged pretty much a goal a game and he displays the same ability at both international and Champions League level. So for me, yes, he's never played in the Premier League, but it's going to be very hard to bet against him. You see him do it in the Champions League, you see him at international level. Um, there's no reason why he can't replicate that sort of form and carry on uh, just absolutely bagging goals for fun. Um, however, the caveat, we do have a player from Harry Kane in the game at the same price of 11.5 million, and he is a proven asset. He's done it year in, year out, for as long as we can remember. It's going to be very hard to get both in your team um, without some serious compromises elsewhere. So if you are going to go for one, at the moment, from the polls I've seen, it seems to be about... 70% would go Harry Kane and 30% Harlan. Um, that's on the Twitter template, of course. Listen, there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of casuals, I dare say, that be going for Harlan. Um, but that's not to say that people picking Harlan are going to be casual players because I'm sure there's a lot of great managers out there who would be backing him to, to perform in the way that he's shown uh, already at Dortmund. Um, and as I say, averaging pretty much a goal a game, how, how do you bet against this guy? But it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I think I'm just going to push the out and go with Jesus, but whatever we can see. Um, now, City do play a different style for Dortmund, of course, a lot more possession-based, um, not so much hitting teams on the break, but that doesn't mean he still can't hit those huge numbers. As I say, how many chances over the years do you see when balls get cut back and Sterling fluffed his lines or 
crosses come in and there's no one quite dominant enough to finish them from the point. I'm hoping Harlan's going to be that guy. He could absolutely explode this season. That said, he is a slight injury concern. He's not been completely uh, fit the whole of his career. He's always had little niggles that come and go. We know already that he's on an individual training program, trying to keep him fit and get ready for game week one. The other big thing is as well, that apparently one of the big things with his contract um, and choosing who he was going to sign with, that he wanted assurances that he would not be made to play uh, every game if he wasn't feeling 100%. And apparently that's quite a big thing in terms of swaying his decision of where he would go. Now, that's not something we want to hear uh, if it's true. It's not something we want to hear as FPL managers. We want our premium assets to be you know, 10 million plus pound players to be playing every single game week. So it's not ideal. However, you've got to think, if he was guaranteed to be starting every single game, they might have priced him a slightly more. But, let's have a look. I certainly think 11.5 is well worth the punt, and it's just going to be a case of whether you think you want to go safe, a bit like your, your Grealish, uh, Foden, Mares debate. It's a bit like whether you want to go safe with Harry Kane, or if you want to take a punt and go for that, that shiny new toy. And as we know, sometimes it can pay off, like Salah when he joins from Roma, uh, hit the ground running, absolutely exploded, or it can go the Lukaku way or the Werner way, and it can cost you dear. So the interest of the watch, we'll be keeping an eye on that one, of course, and stuff it every week. Make sure you join us on our live show on Tuesday. We'd love to see you there. Of course, the FBLG show will be joined by Ash, and we've got some exciting guests. We've got Blackwolf all the way from the USA, will be chatting with us as well. Um, so, yeah, cannot wait for that. Guys, do join over to the um, YouTube channel to subscribe and drop us a, a follow on all our socials as well. Right, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Ash will catch up with you on Monday morning for those juicy look at the Man United assets. Take it easy, guys.